aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight's a night. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Legato down on the inside. They touch. Truex goes sideways. Legato gets by. Here comes Chase Elliott. Eight times a bridesmaid trying to hang on. He pulls away. Kyle Larson gets up underneath Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch gets into the back of it. Both of them in the wall. Larson stays in the gap. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you reflecting on the 2018 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season. And over the next hour, we're going to take you back through the entire championship run for Joey Logano, Roger Penske, Todd Gordon, the number 22 team at Team Penske. We do this through an exercise we call the Road to the Cup. A tradition dating back to 1959, the 60th edition of the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. Defending Daytona 500 winner Kurt Busch took stage one of the race, with Can-Am Duel winner Ryan Blaney snatching stage two. But as the event wore on, the Daytona 500 became a game of survivor, with three huge crashes that took out some of the strongest cars in the field. Lap 60. Four wide bumper cars. Eric Jones is around. So is Suarez. Lap 103. Whoa, Elliott's in the wall. Hard contact with Elliott. Danica Patrick. Four, five, six other cars. Lap 200. Ryan Blaney gets collected, and they're all piling in now. Bowman is caught up in it. Kirk Bush pounds the outside wall for a second time. Seven, eight, nine cars crashing. And in overtime on lap 207. Eric Almarola trying to block both lanes. Trying to keep Hamlin behind him. Trying to keep Austin Dillon behind him. Dillon turns him. Eric Almarola into the wall in turn number three. That one cleared the way for Austin Dillon. No one ever thought he would contend for the win, but he's going to do it. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. Austin Dillon took the number three Chevrolet back to Daytona's victory lane 20 years after Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s monumental win. Daytona has a way with just making memories and their life-changing memories and um, I was fortunate to be in victory lane 20 years ago and I'm here again but I'm driving this is awesome. 
In Atlanta the following weekend, the mystique of that black number three car returning to Daytona's victory lane hadn't faded. And Kevin Harvick, whose first victory in Atlanta came just weeks after the Intimidator's death in 2001, and is the driver who replaced Earnhardt, dominated the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 and paid tribute to Earnhardt on his victory lap. You know, you see that three back in, in victory lane and, and us back in victory lane tonight, it's 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 just how it's meant to be. You know, to be able to, to kind of do that, that celebration again Again, very similar to what we did in 2001. I've been waiting a long time because 2001 was was very confusing. It felt good to, to pay tribute to that and park it in victory lane with a smile on my face and, and watch everybody smile with me. Daytona 500 winner Austin Dillon finished 14th. The third, fourth, and fifth races of the year were rolled into a West Coast swing that began with a 2,000-mile journey from Atlanta to Las Vegas Motor Speedway, a 1.5-mile track similar to Atlanta. Once again, Kevin Harvick was king, leading 214 of the race's 267 laps. He won the first two stages and went on to earn his second straight victory. It was Harvick's 39th Cup Series win and his 100th overall in national NASCAR competition. I didn't ever think that we would get to 100 wins, uh, you know, how, no matter how you add them up, let alone... 38, 39 on the cup side and, and all the accomplishments that we've been able to accumulate, especially over the last five years, has been a huge credit to Rodney Childers and, and Tony and Gene and everybody at Stuart Haas Racing. Harvick's victory also marked one full year in which his team finished top 10 at every mile and a half racetrack. The dominating nature of Harvick's consecutive victories prompted some race fans to take a closer look at his number four Ford. Post-race photos showed a misshaped roof and rear window. A broken rear roof brace allowed the rear window to buckle and gave fans the impression that Harvick had an aerodynamic edge in Las Vegas. That ignited a social media storm that resulted in NASCAR officials penalizing Harvick's team, taking away any championship benefits of the victory. Prior to the race in Phoenix, a defiant Harvick blamed social media. You know, you look at golf and you look at um, the fan officiating and the chaos that it caused, you know, I think you see some of the repercussions of finding a penalty, you know, that was big enough to, to make the car sufficient to have a fine big enough to, you know, to appease everybody. So that didn't work in golf and, you know, it won't work here. Harvick, who entered Phoenix as the winningest driver at ISM Raceway, kept his faith and was determined to win his third straight race. A little bit more intense. He's looking to the inside of Kyle Busch for the top spot. Looking to carry that momentum up the back straightaway for Kevin Harvick, but unable to make a move on race leader Kyle Busch. What Harvick couldn't accomplish on the track, Busch's team gave back during a late race pit stop. First can of Sunoco fuel in there. I already got the right side. Tires changed. Second can, Sunoco fuel is in. Oh, they dropped the jack. The jack drops on the left side. A costly problem here on the left side for Kyle Busch. He came in as a leader. He's finally down and away. Harvick took over the race lead and never looked back. A simply remarkable performance yet again. Kevin Harvick is a winner for the ninth time here at ISM Raceway. It was Harvick's 40th Cup Series victory, which tied him with NASCAR Hall of Fame driver Mark Martin. Anytime you can get close to Mark Martin doing anything, I, I feel honored. So, you know, we've just been fortunate, you know, to, to have good cars and win some races through the years, lucked into a few of them, uh, earned a few of them, and, and just uh, I'm having fun and fortunate to be on a race team like this. The final race of NASCAR Goes West was at the Auto Club Speedway of Southern California. 
Harvick, in a bid to win his fourth consecutive race, qualified 10th and showed strength early on as he battled fellow California native Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson and Kevin Harvick have been dueling lap after lap after lap. They came off turn two. Larson to the inside, Harvick to the outside, and I saw his right front just twitch. He got into Larson, then bounced off the wall to the outside, the back straightaway, gave it a long slide to the infield here, which is paved to the inside of the backstretch. But it doesn't look like four in a row is in the cards for Kevin Harvick. Harvick would finish 35th. Up front, Martin Truex Jr. started first, won stages one and two, and rolled to his first victory of the season. Off four, final time, and to the checkered flag, and Martin Truex Jr. has won the Auto Club 400. You know, we've uh, we started the season off strong, but everybody kept asking when we were going to win, and we hadn't won any stages yet, and it's like, don't worry, we're, we're, gonna, we're close. We're right there. We just need to figure it out a little bit, and today, man, what a damn hot rod. I mean, this thing was unbelievable. Kyle Larson, after his early race contact with Kevin Harvick rallied to finish second. You're listening to The Road to the Cup. We've got more still to come. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If road grime is making it difficult to see what's ahead, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help clear the way. Pick up two gallons of Rain-X windshield washer fluid for $7. See better in any weather with Rain-X windshield washer fluid, two for $7 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to The Road to the Cup. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This week, we are taking you down the road to the Cup. With the West Coast trio of races complete, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series teams had one week to make the 2,400-mile trip east to its oldest track, Martinsville Speedway. A late March storm dumped seven inches of snow on Martinsville the night before the race, forcing NASCAR officials to postpone to Monday. A day late after the snowflakes here yesterday, but we are ready to go now for the STP 500. Denny Hamlin earned the stage one victory, and Ryan Blaney took stage two. But in the final stage, Clint Boyer was on the move. Blaney is the race leader. Clint Boyer wants it. Just chewing on his back bumper the last two or three laps is Clint Boyer. Blaney in the rear. View mirror trying to hold him off. Here's Boyer to the bottom. He's got the whole shot in turn three. Put Boyer to the lead. And he was strong to the end as he sought to break a 190 race winless streak. The long wait to return is over. Here he comes off four. Clint Boyer sees the checkered flag and he wins the STP 500. Having come home second to Clint Boyer in Martinsville, his third runner-up finish of the season, Kyle Busch had proven he was one of the best drivers in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series early this season. But he remained winless until he held off three-race winner Kevin Harvick at Texas Motor Speedway. Kyle was flawless over the final 23 laps and earned his first victory of the year. Yeah, it certainly feels pretty good. So 
Um, you know, we finished one, two, three here the last seven weeks or whatever it's been, and uh, we've been really, really good, really, really fast each and every week. Just a couple guys have kind of been better than us. So now we go to one of our best racetracks next week and Eric Jones' best racetrack next week. So he might be the guy that's just a little bit better than us. We'll see if we can't... Uh, you know, get another win, or uh, maybe we'll finish second. Who knows? Harvick finished second and led Kyle Busch in the playoff standings as the series headed to Bristol Motor Speedway. While Kevin Harvick had to start Bristol's Food City 500 from the tail after going to a backup car, Kyle Busch kept the good times rolling. He won the top starting spot and earned his seventh Bristol victory, his second straight. Pretty cool to be able to get a win any week. I mean, it's so hard in this series, and uh, the guys we had to race against today with Larson, especially up front there at the end, he was super fast and super good, but we were able to do it and, uh, and get our Skittles camera to victory lane. So it feels really good to come back here back-to-back and to be able to get in victory lane. Kyle Busch, having matched Harvick's win total for the year and scoring more points early in the season, took over the lead in the playoff standings. NASCAR's short track season continued the following Saturday night at Richmond Raceway. This time, Kyle Busch had to start deep in the field after a 32nd place qualifying effort. But Busch's Toyota was strong in the race, and early on, he cut through the pack. Daniel Hemrick on the top side of the racetrack. You've got Kyle Busch now going to wedge his way in between Daniel and another Daniel. That's Suarez. It's Kyle Busch. Up the gut. He'll make the pass and now go after David Reagan. With less than 30 to go, Busch's Joe Gibbs Racing pit crew helped him take over the lead on pit road. Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, the top four. To the back straightaway, it's Kyle Bush. He's leading the way, trying to score the hat trick here at Richmond. He won at Texas. He won at Bristol. And tonight he will win the Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond Raceway in Virginia. After dominating the short track run, Toyota team struggled at the huge Talladega Super Speedway as the Chevrolet of Jamie McMurray won the top starting spot and the Fords of Brad Keselowski and Paul Menard won stages one and two. Down the stretch, it was all Ford and Chevrolet up front. Joey Logano leading the way off turn four. Trying to go to victory lane here for the third time in his career. Here they come now racing back to the line. It appears to be old Joey Logano by a car link now over Kurt Busch. And Joey Logano has won yet again, picking up the victory. So, so good to get back to victory lane and, uh, and get our uh, 22 Shelpenzo Ford uh, into the playoffs. The victory bumped Logano up to third in the playoff standings behind leader Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. In Dover, Delaware, the threat of rain loomed as Kevin Harvick drove his Ford to the front, winning stages one and two of the AAA 400. But in stage three, one of Harvick's Stuart Haas racing teammates came to power. Clint Boyer goes around Stenhouse and to the lead here in Dover. With only 83 of the 400 laps remaining. The caution flag is out. The rain has moved in finally. And it was a soaking rain. With the first two stages complete, NASCAR officials could have made the race official. Clint Boyer would have been happy to call it a day. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? You can hear the, like air- the sound of them damn things, though. I wish they just shut off. <laughs> Those are the air titans that are that are coming by us. The rain quit, and the track drying team did its job. So racing resumed with 75 to go. Shortly after, Harvick one groove off the bottom. Clint on the bottom. Give the advantage to Kevin Harvick. He will power around on the outside and take over the race lead with 62 laps left to go. Kevin Harvick stayed out front, earning his fourth victory of the season. Boyer settled for second. At the mile-and-a-half Kansas Speedway, there was talk of the Cup Series' big three drivers. 
Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., and Kyle Busch, who had won eight of the 11 races so far. Truex swept Kansas in 2017 and led the KC Masterpiece 400 late. But Harvick kept fighting till the final lap. Truex at the entrance of three, dives low, slings wide. Harvick is there. Harvick around the outside for the lead. Side by side, they come off turn number four, maybe a little bit of contact. Harvick squeezing Truex down to the bottom of the racetrack. One to go, and Kevin Harvick is out front. Kevin stayed out front, beating Truex to the checkered flag and winning his second straight. It was was his fifth win of the season. Truex finished second in Kansas. Kyle Busch was 10th. This is the road to the cup. We've got more still to come. On February 17th, the stage will be set for racing's greatest day, the Daytona 500. A day that delivers four wide excitement, legendary moments, and unforgettable finishes. A day that keeps you on the edge of your seat and that you'll remember forever. The greatest race awaits. Experience the thrill of the Daytona 500 in person. Guarantee your seats before they sell out at Daytona500.com. In order to maximize a vehicle's performance and efficiency, the proper adjustments need to be made based on the road ahead. That's true for both race car drivers on the track and for truck drivers hauling freight on the highway. But if your truck's equipped with a Detroit DT12 automated manual transmission with intelligent powertrain management, adjustments are made automatically based on GPS terrain mapping, maximizing performance and efficiency. Don't just want better business solutions, demand them. Learn more at DemandDetroit.com. More of the Road to the Cup is coming up. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Let's get back to the Road to the Cup. To end the month of May, the Cup Series traveled to Charlotte for a two-week doubleheader. First, the non-points Monster Energy NASCAR All-Star Race, where Kevin Harvick's mile-and-a-half momentum helped to put him in position for a million-dollar payday. Harvick flying around the outside, green-white checkered flag in the air. Kevin Harvick will win Stage 3 of the Monster Energy NASCAR All-Star Race. What a move by Harvick on those fresher tires. On the final dash to the finish, Harvick drove away from the field. Maybe the biggest lead all night belonging to Kevin Harvick when it matters the most. And Harvick coming across the line. And he will score the million-dollar payday by winning the All-Star event here tonight in Charlotte. Harvick's luck ran out during the Memorial Day Classic in Charlotte, the Coca-Cola 600. After his car had problems passing pre-race inspection, Harvick had to start from the 39th spot and climb to fourth before crashing in the first stage. He finished last. But the other two drivers in NASCAR's Big Three had big nights. Martin Truex Jr. finished second, and Kyle Busch won all four stages, earning his fourth victory of the year. Yeah, it was uh, pretty awesome, pretty amazing, and, uh, and very rewarding as well, too, to have this group of guys and everybody on this team that does, does such a phenomenal job for us. It's so cool to drive this M&M Toyota Cameron tonight and, uh, and to put it in victory lane. It was Kyle Busch's first points-paying win in Charlotte. On to Pocono, where Kyle Busch was the track's most recent winner. Once again, the big three of Busch, Harvick, and Truex stole the spotlight. As Kyle Busch struggled in stage one, Harvick and Truex fought for the top spot. Here's Truex to the outside, coming into turn number three. He's got the lead, but Harvick fights back. Truex won the race's first stage. Harvick took the second. But all three were up front, battling for the win on the last lap. It's been the head-to-head -head battle we've been anticipating all season long. Truex, Harvick. 
Bush. Half a lap or a little bit more to go, and it's all Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. held on for his second win of the year. Harvick finished second, and Kyle Busch was fourth. The following weekend at Michigan International Speedway, under an hour from the Motor City, the Fords of Stuart Haas Racing were the class of the field. Kurt Busch won the top starting spot in qualifying and led the most laps. But as the checkered flag neared, Kurt's teammates Kevin Harvick and Clint Boyer were there as well. As rain closed in on the speedway, stage two came to a close. Kevin will win stage two of the Firekeepers Casino 400. Boyer is second. Kurt Busch is third. After stage two, races can be made official if wet weather soaks the track. And Clint Boyer's team had that in mind as Kevin Harvick led the field down pit road. Kevin Harvick, pit stop number three. Kyle Busch, number two. Kurt Busch, number one. They did two tires last time. Four tires this time. But Clint Boyer, out quickly. I'm going to check on that, verify it was a two-tire stop. Boyer got the lead on pit road. But he'd have to beat Harvick on the restart as the race resumed. Side by side at Michigan, pouring off turn number four. Harvick down low. Boyer to his outside. Boy, inches apart and give the advantage to Clint Boyer. Just after Clint clinched the top starting spot. Trouble turn number one, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. labels the wall, big time hit for Ricky Stenhouse. And under yellow, the rain moved in. NASCAR has just told us the race is official. Clint Boyer is indeed the race winner. You know, the rain came just in enough time. I was trying to hold him off. I was cutting him off and taking his line away pretty bad. He got down to three and you just had to take his line because that bear was coming. On to the first road course race of the season at Sonoma Raceway in California's wine country. The big three of Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex Jr. had dominated the first half of the year, and Harvick was the defending champion at Sonoma. But this June, Martin Truex Jr. was the dominator. After qualifying on the front row and leading 62 laps, Truex went on to beat Harvick and Busch, earning his second Sonoma victory and third win of the season. The Big Three opened the month of July outside the Windy City at the mile-and-a-half Chicagoland Speedway. Although Eric Almarola led the most laps and won Stage 1, Kyle Busch was out front in the closing laps. However, Kyle Larson, who had finished second three times to that point in the season and was still winless, was determined to earn a breakthrough victory. It's down to two car lengths now. It's down to one car length. Here comes Larson. He dives to the bottom of the racetrack. He's going to try to pull the slide jump. He can't get there. They touch. Bush is in the wall. They get away and race down the back shoot. Still dead even side by side for the lead and the win at Chicagoland. Kyle Larson gets up underneath Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch gets into the back of him. Both of them in the wall. Larson stays in the gas. He spins to the bottom and they're side by side. He tries to save it. Larson does, but it won't be enough. Kyle Busch racing back to the line. And Kyle Busch will score the win after getting together with Kyle Larson not once but twice. A lot more hectic than I wanted it to be, that's for sure. But Larson just threw a dart there uh, in turn one and two. Tried to pull a slide job. I don't think he was close enough. And, uh, Obviously, he didn't, he didn't get enough clear of me in order to slide it. And um, when he got to me, though, like when I got alongside of him, he just throttled up and drove us in the wall. Gave him what he gave me back into three and four and, um, you know, was able to come back ahead uh, to the checker flag. With the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season 50% complete, the series headed back to Daytona Beach where fast and furious super speedway racing yielded a rash of accidents that wrecked half the 40-car field. Lap 54. Keselowski's in the wall. Kurt Busch is in the wall. A dozen cars will crash 
and collide. Lap 64. There's contact. Kyle Busch and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. make contact coming through turn number four. Lap 123. Trouble, turn three. It is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Kyle Larson. They go for a spin all the way through turns three and four. Lap 195. Quote, trouble, turn number three. Three cars are into the outside wall. Joey Gase is one of them. Michael McDowell is the other. Matter of fact, one car loses a tire, and that's Eric Almarola. And in NASCAR overtime. One to go, sponsored by Wrangler Jeans. Here they come. Oh, and they're crashing further back. Clint Boyer in the wall. Bubba Wallace in the wall. So is Trevor Bain. Others crashing and colliding. Alex Bowman is involved. A number of cars. With half the field scrapped and in the garage, an unlikely leader sought his first Cup Series victory. Eric Jones with help from Chris Buescher will go to the lead. There's Truex side by side with Chris Buescher now as they race to three. This is going to be a finish we'll be talking about. Young Eric Jones out in front of the field across the line. He'll score the win at Daytona. Eric Jones holds off the veteran driver Martin Truex Jr. at age 22. He's going to win the Coke Zero Sugar 400. More of the Road to the Cup coming up next. Join MRN as we travel through the life of NASCAR's most popular driver, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes back to the Daytona International Speedway, leading the pack. I won races that I never thought I'd win. From growing up under the Earnhardt name to super speedway wins to Whiskey River, we dive into everything Dale Jr. He's brain man for NASCAR history. You know, we weren't the typical family that got to sit down to dinner together. Tune in to Junior's Journey, available on iTunes for download only on the Motor Racing Network. Live sports are the one true reality entertainment where a single dramatic moment can become timeless. In NASCAR, Motor Racing Network's live broadcast elevates your senses to the sights, sounds, and struggles taking place on the racetrack. Austin Dillon leads the pack. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. You're listening to The Road to the Cup. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Let's get back to The Road to the Cup. Having survived the chaos of Daytona, second-place finisher Martin Truex Jr. went to Kentucky Speedway, where he'd won the year before. Truex was the class of the field, winning stages one and two and rolling to his fourth victory of the season. We worked so di- so hard and it's so difficult to win these races. I know tonight looked easy, but it wasn't by any means. A lot of people worked their hearts out and, um, and put a lot of effort into this. And um, tonight was sweet, and uh, hopefully we can keep this momentum going. Prior to the next week's race in New Hampshire, Martin Truex Jr. addressed the news that 5-Hour Energy, a primary sponsor of his Furniture Row Racing Toyota, would not return in 2019. Truex resolved to win a sponsor's attention by continuing to compete for race wins and championships. He managed to lead 83 of 300 laps in New Hampshire, second only to pole sitter Kurt Busch, who led 94 laps. But the top spot went to Kevin Harvick, who captured his sixth victory of the year. It's just so hard to win races now, and and to win as many times as we have so far this year just says a lot about my team and organization and all the people that um, it takes to put this car on the racetrack. Truex finished fourth. Kyle Busch, the third member of the Big Three, finished runner-up. 
The month of July concluded in the Pocono Mountains, where Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch posted the fastest times in qualifying, but were two of the 13 cars to fail post-qualifying inspection. They started back in 28th and 29th, but charged to the front right away. Makes it look easy off of turn two. Does Kevin Harvick moving into the top 10, swinging to the inside of Ryan Newman, and quickly reeling in Alex Bowman, down to within just three car lengths of the ninth place car. And if you're wondering about Kyle Busch, he's moved up nicely as well, currently in the 13th spot. By the close of the race, though, Kyle Busch had assumed a commanding lead as Daniel Suarez, Alex Bowman, Eric Jones, and Kevin Harvick fought for the runner-up spot. Fair knuckle racing from second on back, and that is exactly the way Kyle Busch wants to see it. The Eminem Caramel Toyota pulling away by 12, 13, 15, car lengths. Kyle Busch headed to the tunnel turn for the final time. Kyle Busch earned his sixth victory of the season the 49th of his Cup Series career, tying Tony Stewart's career total. Kyle left Pocono with a 58-point advantage over second-place Kevin Harvick in the Cup Series standings, with five races remaining before the playoffs. As the playoffs closed in and the series twisted into Watkins Glen International, pressure was mounting on a number of winless drivers to earn a victory and secure a place among the 16 championship contenders. Those that had yet to reach victory lane included Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Jimmy Johnson, and Chase Elliott. But at the end of stage one, it was more of the same as Martin Truex Jr. was on top. By the conclusion of stage two, one of those winless drivers had moved into contention. Chase Elliott showing us a lot here this afternoon. Can he keep this thing going and score his first career win? He will pick up a stage win. At least we know that as he crosses the line. Even as the leader on the final lap, Elliott had to fight for the win. Final time into turn number one, and he's got the mark, and he threw it off the track. He went wide in turn number one. A critical mistake for Elliott, and here comes Truex. From seven car lengths back, he is right on his back bumper. Here comes Chase Elliott, eight times a bridesmaid, trying to hang on. He pulls away just a bit at the exit of turn four. Chase Elliott, the race leader, but only by about a car length and a half. Here comes Martin Truex Jr. off of turn number five. Looks to drivers right now. He hit Truex is off the pace on the straightaway into turn six. It is Chase Elliott all by himself at the front of the field in turn seven for the final time. All this time we've been wondering when would it happen. It's going to happen today at Watkins Glen in his 99th start. Chase Elliott is going to victory lane, scoring win 250 for Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah, baby, yeah! Elliott! Thank you, thank you, thank you! Yes! With the victory, Chase Elliott locked up a berth in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. We're looking back on the 2018 season with the road to the Cup. We've got more still to come. Facebook and Twitter, MRN is there. Follow MRN on social media for all the latest happenings from the track and in NASCAR. Breaking news, video, photos, live races and shows, stats, opinion, and more. Follow along on MRN's Facebook and Twitter. Calling all admirers of the king. For Richard Petty, the STP Pontiac. We have the place for you. Celebrate the life and career of NASCAR's all-time win leader, Richard Petty. Uh, the hat came about in the late 70s. From the legend behind the king's famous crown to thrills and spills that the Hall of Famer had over the years. Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall. It's Richard Petty's Road to Royalty, and it's available for free to download on iTunes and MRN.com right now. 
Need to find your local MRN radio station? Taking a trip and want to listen to NASCAR races? Go to MRN.com. Click on stations to find all MRN's local radio stations. Plan a trip and map out MRN stations along your route. MRN on your local stations. Tune in. More on the road to the cup is coming up. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This week, we are revisiting the 2018 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season with the road to the cup. Chase Elliott's victory at Watkins Glen provided a brief break from the season dominated by the trio of Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex Jr. Over 22 races in 2018, the Big Three had won 16. And it was more of the same as the Cup Series returned to Michigan in August. Truex away to the lead. Kyle Busch around the outside to second. Harvick back to third, then Ryan Blaney. Kevin Harvick started third, and it didn't take long for him to gain the lead. The green and white checkered flag waves, and Kevin Harvick has scored his 11th, yes, 11th stage win of 2018. He led more than half of the race, but had a scare with 15 to go. Kevin Harvick radioing that the engine is extremely hot right now on his Ford. His team is now simply hoping that they can nurse it to the finish. In the end, Harvick's lead was so big, he could afford to baby his engine in the closing laps. Well, the competition has thrown about 100 different strategies at him today, trying to catch Kevin Harvick, but nothing short of slashing the tires on the Bushlight Ford was going to get the job done this afternoon. And the closer lived up to his nickname total domination again for kevin harvick and his team he'll bring that ford off turn number four and take it to victory lane for the seventh time this season mid-august always brings one of the cup series wildest events the bristol night race the caution-filled event caused trouble for two of the big three as Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. were caught up in accidents. Truex finished 30th, Kyle Busch was 20th, and Kevin Harvick, never a factor, ended the night in 10th. But Kurt Busch, to that point winless on the season, secured his spot in the playoffs by earning his sixth Bristol victory. Bristol Night Race brings out the best in everybody. You know, you, you see everybody bring their game, and they want to have the best car they can have. They want to, you know, gamble on pit stops or restart lanes, and tonight everybody was, was going pretty hard, so it's good to come out on top. Labor Day weekend in Darlington. It's one the sport as a whole looks forward to. And NASCAR Nation celebrated its history as many of the teams sported throwback paint schemes. And there are more sideburns in here today than a 60s movie. <laughs> Once the race began, Kyle Larson dominated in a car paint to resemble Davy Allison's famous Texaco Haviland car. He will take the stage win. Larson won the first two stages and led 284 of the 367 laps. He was cruising to victory with 25 laps to go. Jeffrey Earnhardt spins. Paul Menard takes evasive action. Truex gets into the fence trying to avoid. The wreck set up a round of very important pit stops under caution. But service from Larson's Chip Ganassi team was a little slow. And a tip of the cap to Paul Wolf and the crew. They got Brad Keselowski off of pit road in front of Kyle Larson. On the restart. Brad Keselowski broke away with former driver Rusty Wallace looking on. They beat them all out. Drake raced them on the restart, and now he's checking out a Dodge right now. He, that car is flat flying. Brad Keselowski gets it done at the track too tough to tame. The victory was Brad Keselowski's first of the year. Kyle Larson finished second again and remained winless on the season. 
NASCAR's annual trip to Indianapolis would mark the final race of the Cup Series regular season and set the 16-driver playoff field. Brad Keselowski passed Denny Hamlin for the lead with two laps to go and rolled to his second straight victory. With the playoff field set, Kyle Busch left Indianapolis the regular season champ. Kevin Harvick entered the playoffs ranked second, followed by Martin Truex Jr. and Indy winner Brad Keselowski. Clint Boyer was the fifth seed, followed by Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, and Derek Jones. Daytona 500 winner Austin Dillon entered the playoffs ranked 11th. Then came the winless drivers, Kyle Larson, Danny Hamlin, Eric Almarola, Alex Bowman, and Jimmy Johnson. We'll take you through the playoffs next as the road to the cup continues. MRN.com. Original online audio, video, and digital content. Need the latest information on each week's races? Check out the MRN.com race center. Need to find your local radio station for MRN original programs? And Camping World Truck, Xfinity, and Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series races? Go to stations on MRN.com. All the latest NASCAR news and opinion pieces, race schedules, driver standings, and archives of MRN programs, MRN race broadcasts, and so much more. MRN.com. In a sport driven by acceleration, we're shifting gears to do more to help preserve our environment, driving the sport towards greater reforestation efforts, speeding up our recycling programs, racing greener with Sunoco Green E15, a cleaner blended biofuel. Because if we all shift gears to help the environment, we can keep racing for so much longer. To learn more about how NASCAR is shifting towards a greener future, visit nascar.com slash green today. More of the Road to the Cup is coming up. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Let's get back to the Road to the Cup. For the first time, NASCAR's Cup Series playoffs began in Las Vegas. Accidents during the race collected seven of the 16 playoff contenders. Kevin Harvick, Eric Jones, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin. Clint Boyer, Alex Bowman, and Jimmy Johnson all experienced trouble. Unscathed was Brad Keselowski, who passed Kyle Larson to win the South Point 400, his third straight race. The victory ensured Keselowski's passage to the second round of the playoffs. Playoff race two was at the three-quarter mile Richmond Raceway. After winning three straight, Brad Keselowski was seen as a fourth member of the so-called Big Three of Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex Jr. Harvick earned the pole. Truex won stages one and two in the race, and Kyle Busch struggled his way to the front after starting last. But in the final 50 laps, Kyle Busch found himself fighting Brad Keselowski for the top spot. Doesn't get a whole lot better than this as we are closing in on 40 laps to go here in Richmond. Keselowski by a car length over Busch. Busch by half a car length over Harvick. Busch got by Brad Keselowski and never looked back. He sweeps the two cup races at Richmond in 2018. Pole sitter Kevin Harvick finished second, followed by Truex, Chase Elliott, and Eric Almarola. Playoff drivers made up 16 of the top 19 positions heading into one of the playoffs biggest wild cards the first race on the charlotte rover where the playoff round of 16 came to a close four drivers would be eliminated from contention after what was expected to be a wild and violent race on the new road course at charlotte motor speedway 
On the final lap, Jimmy Johnson was chasing leader Martin Truex Jr. The two made contact, and both drivers spun as Ryan Blaney blew by and scored his first win of the season. Not how you really want to win them. You know, I'd rather go out and dominate the race and and win by a lap, but uh, you got to take him how you can get him nowadays. And um, we put ourselves in a spot to be there, though. Johnson, who had been racing for his first win of the year, was the first driver outside the top 12 in points. He was eliminated from contention for the championship, along with Austin Dillon, Danny Hamlin, and Eric Jones. The playoff round of 12 opened on the concrete cliffs of Dover International Speedway. The top four starting spots were earned by the Fantastic Four, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., and Brad Keselowski. But with less than 100 to go, problems. Kevin Harvick, one lap down, running 17th. What happened, Steve? Came in on the left rear tire. What happened is there's the valve stem, and the valve stem got knocked out of the car. As he took off, he ended up basically with a flat tire. Harvick's Stuart Haas racing teammate Eric Almarola took over and appeared to be on his way to victory. But in the final laps... Clint Boyer is in the fence off turn number four, and Eric Almarola's teammate Clint Boyer is going to bring out the caution flag on lap 392. Under caution as the leaders came to pit road. Chase Elliott will be the new race leader. Chase Elliott stayed on the racetrack. So crew chief Alan Gustafson may be the one that's pulling off the gamble here late in the race. It was a gamble they hoped would pay off. But Almirola, on fresh tires, was hungry to earn the win. Elliott away with a lead by two car lengths. Here come Hamlin, treble back straight away. It's Almirola and Keslowski. They collide. They collect Alex Bowman. After the cleanup, there'd be one last dash to the checkered flag. Chase Elliott pulling away from Denny Hamlin off turn number four. He'll score his second win of the year, and he'll do it here today at Dover International Speedway. And he knows he's moving on to the round of eight. Uh, so excited. Excited, you know, to be able to win the first one of three, you can get to enjoy it a little bit more. But you know, ultimately, we can get some more playoff points next week, and, and also at Kansas. So we're gonna uh, keep the hammer down and, and see what we can do. Playoff race five, the second of the round of 12, was hosted by Talladega Super Speedway, where the sting of Almirola's loss at Dover didn't last long. The four Stuart Haas Racing Fords were strong all afternoon. Kurt Busch won the pole and stage one of the race, while Kevin Harvick took stage two. Teammates Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, Kevin Harvick, and Eric Almirola cooperated with each other until the final laps. Kurt Busch's advantage is only half a car length. Here comes Eric Almirola mounting a charge around the outside. He's got a little bit of help. Kurt Busch doesn't have any help. Eric Almirola will lead the field back to the strike. Kurt Busch out of fuel, dropping to the inside of the track. Here's Eric Almirola, who nearly won the Daytona 500. He leads the way coming down to the line, and he will win today in Talladega. Almirola's first victory of the season locked him into the playoff round of eight. Clint Boyer, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Denny Hamlin, and Joey Logano rounded out the top five. Stick around. We'll wrap up the road to the cup next with our AutoZone commercial free zone brought to you by AutoZone. Your check engine light has finally met its match. AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone. AutoZone. At AutoZone, we're all about getting you the products you need so you can rely on your ride to perform, especially in the coldest conditions. If you want a battery you can rely on no matter the elements, go with Duralast. They're specially made to help your vehicle power through even the coldest weather. Duralast, proven tough and available only at AutoZone. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. 
Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, and now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, I got the brush off again. I don't get it. Is there something wrong with the way I wave? Elbow wrist, elbow wrist. Why won't that little basset hound acknowledge me? I'm friendly. I give everyone peace of mind when I protect their homes through Progressive. He should be jumping for joy when I walk by. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe it's me. No, it's him. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Let's wrap up the road to the cup. The round of 12 wrapped up at Kansas Speedway. Four of the 12 playoff drivers would be eliminated after the Hollywood Casino 400. Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick started up front and split the stage victories. Logano won stage one and Harvick stage two. Harvick appeared to be on his way to his seventh win of the season, but after a late race pit stop. 50 laps to go. Kevin Harvick now coming off the racetrack, coming down pit road. This will be a pass-through penalty for the guy who has been so dominant. Kevin Harvick busted for speeding. While Harvick served his penalty for speeding, Chase Elliott took over the lead, but his third victory of the year wouldn't come easily. Just two car lengths now separate Elliott and Kyle Busch. Leaders go to the top of the racetrack. Denny Hamlin, Landon Castle go to the bottom of the racetrack. Now Hamlin drifts up in front of Chase Elliott. Going to force Elliott three wide as Hamlin will cut to the bottom of the racetrack. Elliott will go topside for a moment. Looked like that there was going to be a block thrown. Now it'll be Elliott bypassing Hamlin off the corner. But as the checkered flag waves. They're side by side for second, but a statement win for Chase Elliott off turn four. It used to be a standard statement at every race. When will Chase Elliott win? He won at Watkins Glen. He won at Dover. Today, he wins at Kansas Speedway in the Hollywood Casino 400. With Kevin having his misfortune today, I would love to beat him straight up, but uh, felt like we were way closer today than we've been, so I'm, uh, I'm proud, excited, and ready to move on. Despite Harvick's trouble, he had accumulated enough points to advance to the playoff round of eight. Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski, and Alex Bowman were eliminated from cup contention. At Martinsville the following weekend, the final eight contenders for the championship would battle on the sport's oldest and shortest track. Still in the hunt were Chase Elliott and Eric Almarola, along with Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Clint Boyer, Kurt Busch, and Joey Logano. Before the race, Truex lost his sixth-place starting spot after his Bass Pro Shops Toyota failed pre-race inspection. He started 33rd and quickly charged through the field. Martin Truex, Brad Keselowski, Jimmy Johnson, and Paul Menard, all four of whom had to go to the rear, are all working together trying to pick their way through traffic. Truex was among the top ten by the time Denny Hamlin won stage one, and he stayed there much of the day, even leading 18 laps. And when it came time to fight for the win in the final laps, Truex was there. Truex to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get it done at the exit of two. He does. He pulls ahead of Logano. Truex to the lead as they hit turn three. One more try. Logano gets into the back. He shoves him up the racetrack. Logano down to the inside. They touch. Truex goes sideways. Logano gets by. Here comes Denny Hamlin. He'll get second, but Logano gets the win. Man, that got physical coming off turn number four. They got together. Truex nearly went sideways. 
He held on for a third place finish, but Joey Logano is definitely gonna play in Miami. We're in it. Uh, now, now the next two weeks we think about Miami and, and nothing else. So, um, you know, we gotta uh, go there and, and be ready and, uh, and be prepared for it. But, uh, you know, one step at a time. We're gonna enjoy this moment first. As for Truex. You know, I, I pretty much had the feeling going in the backstretch that that was gonna happen, and I just, I don't know, there was nothing I could do about it. You know, it sucks, but it's the way it goes, and I can promise you, I won't forget what he did. Truex crossed the line third behind Logano and Denny Hamlin. Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski also finished top five. Race two of the round of eight was the AAA Texas 500 at Texas Motor Speedway. As he had so many times in 2018, Kevin Harvick dominated, winning stages one and two, and rolled to his eighth victory of the season. Following the race, NASCAR inspectors discovered that the spoiler on Harvick's car had been illegally modified. His team was stripped of all the playoff benefits of the victory, meaning he'd likely have to win the following week in Phoenix or face the possibility of playoff elimination. The playoff Final Four would be set at the ISM Raceway in Phoenix. Elimination day. It is time to find out right now what four drivers will move on and race for a championship. Only Martinsville winner Joey Logano was locked in, meaning seven others would have to fight for the three remaining spots. With his back against the wall, Kevin Harvick was hoping for victory, but as stage one came to a close. Kevin Harvick with a problem working his way back towards to you, Dan. Simply off the pace around the dog leg, and now Kevin Harvick dives to the inside of the racetrack. He is on his way to pit road. The right front tire is clearly down, listing down on the side. They're going to change all four tires. They're going to have to. He's going to have a long way to go and a short time to get there. Chase Elliott won that first stage. Kyle Busch was good enough to win the second. Late in the going, as a number of playoff contenders were running up front. Kurt Busch has the lead. There they come, off of the corner, nearly four wide for the top spot as Kyle Busch goes to the bottom and they're crashing behind him. Kurt Busch, Denny Hamlin, Alex Bowman, William Byron, Jimmy Johnson, and Chase Elliott up and into the outside wall. Kyle Busch made an amazing run down to the inside to take the lead. That accident ended the championship hopes of Kurt Busch and Chase Elliott, but it gave Kyle Busch the lead with 42 laps remaining. Down the stretch, Brad Keselowski and Eric Almarola were chasing Kyle Busch, knowing a victory was needed to earn a spot among the final four. Keselowski has got anything, he's got to show it now. He does chop down the distance, and he gets a little bit loose. Right in the middle of the corner, Kyle Busch leads off turn two. Kyle loose off of turn number two to Brad Keselowski. That allows Kyle Busch to break away by four car lengths. Keselowski's not done yet. Dives deep into turn three for the final time. Kyle's got it made, though. Coming to the start-finish line, he's going to wrap it up with a win here at ISM Raceway. He's going to Miami. Kyle Busch wins the Can-Am 500. Keselowski finished second, but was eliminated from playoff contention, as was Eric Almarola. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr., and Kevin Harvick would battle for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series title the following Sunday in Miami. Championship Sunday at the Homestead Miami Speedway. The highest finisher among the four playoff drivers would win the 2018 Cup Series title. I'm Woody Kane alongside Kim Kuhn. It all comes down to this. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., and Joey Logano racing here today for the championship. All the marbles on the line. Throughout the Ford EcoBoost 400, each of the championship four took their turns leading. Harvick won the first stage, and Kyle Larson claimed the second. 
a late race accident involving Brad Keselowski and Daniel Suarez had the contenders running first, second, third, and fourth for the restart. With 15 laps remaining, Truex on the inside, Kyle Busch on the outside, and Truex is faster going into turn one. Truex has struggled a bit on, tr- on restarts tonight, but this will not be the next time. He's got a big time off turn two. Things were looking good for Martin Truex Jr., but a few laps later... Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Takes it all the way to the wall. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. From there on, nobody had anything for Joey Logano. Joey said the other day, it's the big three and me. Well, me's the one who's going to win it. Joey Logano in his 10th full-time season in the Cup Series is going to win at Ford EcoBoost 400 and the 2018 Series Championship. The most unlikely of the four coming in is the one who prevails. It's amazing. You just, we work so hard at it. You, uh, not just me, but this whole team. We, we don't just commit weekends. We commit all, all year long, every day of the week. And, uh, man, it just shows that we need to give us a little bit of time to prep for right where we need to be. So, man, what a, what a great team. What a great race car. <sighs> I really honestly don't know what to say. Joey Logano's first NASCAR championship is the first for Ford since Kurt Busch in 2004. Martin Truex Jr. finished second in the title chase and bid farewell to his Furniture Row racing team, which closed at season's end. Truex will join Joe Gibbs Racing in 2019. Kevin Harvick came home third in the standings, and regular season champ Kyle Busch ended the year ranked fourth. 2019 will be NASCAR's 71st year of competition, and Motor Racing Network is ready to bring you all the action as we celebrate 50 years of broadcasting. And that's the road to the Cup. Again, congratulations to Joey Logano and his number 22 Penske Ford team. This AutoZone commercial free zone has been brought to you by AutoZone. Your check engine light has finally met its match. AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Thank you so much again for joining us this week. And, of course, stay up to date with the latest in NASCAR news at MRN.com. For the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much again for joining us. We'll talk to you next week right here on NASCAR Live. So long, everyone. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Rich Colbert. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.